Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler, Spoiler season, season with us. us. New cards. Welcome to Spoiler Season, Episode 6 for Guilds of Ravnica. Ravnica. <laughs> yes, Ravnica. Good job. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so before we get started, thanks to our sponsors for their support. Uh, New England Comics, you can find online on Facebook at NEC Coolidge. And Flipside Gaming, you can find at flipsidegaming.com. So, Katie, today... Some big spoilers. Some big spoilers. I mean, technically all the cards are printed the same size or else they would not be, you know, constructed playable. Is that true? But uh What about the really big commander cards, huh? Okay, but those I guess that is a constructed format. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, but like not competitive. I should have put the word competitive. Oh, some people like competitively, Katie. Why are you being so formatist? <laughs> oh, you're such a format elitist. Ew. So what's our first card today, Katie? First, we have a an elephant cleric. This is we covered that yesterday, actually. Yeah, that one did make it. Ah, yeah. blood operative. Mm-hmm. Okay, blood operative. Black black one is a three one vampire assassin with lifelink. When it enters the battlefield, you may exile target card from a graveyard. Whenever you surveil, if blood operative is in your graveyard, you may put pay three life. If you do, return it to your hand. Hmm. What do you think? <laughs> you don't know? Uh, I think that um, the card is like... First, the raid isn't good. Uh, like, three mana for a 3-1. Lifelink. With lifelink. Like, is just a bad rate for constructed. And second, it's not that... You know, when it when you surveil, you get to return it from the graveyard to the battlefield or something like that. Like, you pay three life and it goes to your hand, and then you have to spend your, like, next turn, you know, paying three mana to play this card. When, is this really the best thing that you could be doing with three mana? But um, what if you have nothing else to But do? also, the surveil cards we've seen haven't been bonkers. So, like, I don't know. I'm not I'm not very high on this card. Uh, it's, it's, like, interesting. It's a cool design, and it's an interesting mechanic. Uh, presumably, you could use it as... Just like, oh, this is a one-shot, like, exile something from my opponent's graveyard. But maybe you want to just use it as, like, repeatable graveyard disruption. But even so, that would be incredibly slow as well. So, I don't know. If you're in a sacrifice deck, this is a fine sack outlet. You can keep getting it back. Uh, You can keep exiling things. But you, I mean, maybe. I just think it's too slow and doesn't do enough. Like, you can keep getting it back, but every time... You're losing through life, and then you have to play it again, and then you have to wait a turn before you can attack with it. Like cards that successfully come back, a lot of you know, like Bloodgast has haste, right? When they're low life, uh, more just comes back to the battlefield for free as well. Vengevine, battlefield for free. Obviously, these are like modern playable return cards, but even in standard recently, right? Like the cards that we've seen play that have come back, they go back to your battlefield. Uh, Relentless Dead, right? Comes back to the battlefield. Um, uh, Diagraph. Or Dread Wanderer comes Dread back to the battlefield. Wanderer, yeah. uh, I just don't think going back to your hand is enough. I think it's too slow and the cost is too high and the body is not good enough. Yeah. Cool design, though. Gains you the three life that you're spending to bring it back. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a fan of, uh, of life gain. I heard that that's how you decide who's winning a match. Yes. Yeah. By every metric. Every important metric. Uh, next we have Ladev Captain. This is Green White 1. For an elf knight, 2-2, mm. two, two. 
Uh, whenever it attacks, you may tap any number of untapped creatures you control. The captain gains plus one, plus one for each creature tapped this way until end of turn. Mm-hmm. And you can pay five to create a one-one soldier, white soldier creature with lifelink. Yeah. <gasps> can this go in? Can we build a real elf deck now? We have like multiple green, white, and white, black knights. And this cares about elves making a lot of knights. And we have ways Wait, to elves. make... elves. Are you talking about elves or knights? Knights, knights. Did I say elves? You said I mean elves. knights. I was like very confused. No, knights, knights. Okay. Knights is a thing, right? You want knights. And we have sure. Benalia. We can, yep. we can just spout knights. Yeah. And then we can tap them. And then this can be giant. It can. It can. I don't know. Uh, I don't so, know. yeah, I think that the knights deck, right, historically has been white-black. I think Ravnica is giving us a lot of good reason to look at uh, white green knights deck, especially too some of the other cards from today, the Celestia cards that make elf knights. I think like you're, you know, they're two two elf knights with vigilance. I don't think that's an accident. That the, I mean, they look very similar to the um, Dominaria knights of two two vigilance. So yeah. yeah, it fits right in. We're getting another uh, like lord for all creatures, which we'll get later. Um, so yeah, I think green white knights could be a thing. You think white green exclusively not obzon um you could play obzon maybe if uh we get white we have white uh black land is next set but we have green black and green white this set oh I so see. we do have two out of three shocks so maybe it might be enough and if you're splashing the black which actually yeah because before the one of the biggest appeals to black was Raska's contempt but mm-hmm. now you have a uh, uh, trophy Assassin's Trophy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, if you're in green and black. Yeah. So I think like you might be able to get away just splashing the black. Um, and that, yeah, that could work. We could do that. But you just want to make sure the payoff is high enough. And honestly, like, Assassin's Trophy is probably a sufficient payoff to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you're doing that, you can probably play the Black Knight of Malice. Malice. Yeah, probably. Um, but, I, you know, to get back to this card, uh, the card, I like the design of it because it's another cool take on Convoke, right? We are convoking on the battlefield instead of like actually convoking to reduce well, costs, yeah. right? It's involving tapping creatures. So great design uh, in limited once again, really fantastic card. Uh, three mana for a two two is reasonable, and then it has uh, upside. Yes, it's slow, but like it's repeatable. You could have ten mana and make two a turn, and they have lifelink, which is cool, and like you are just getting free value. Um, the abilities fuel each other, which is good synergy and, and good design, and. Um, it does lead to interesting decisions uh, in terms of what are you going to attack with, um, but sometimes it actually leads to really easy decisions when it's the late game and you like can't swing out with any of your one ones. So you're like, tap, and now this guy takes all their power. Um, so I like Lidiv Captain. I think it's it's pretty strong. It's extra nice if you can have a bunch of things with vigilance and then swing with everything that you want to and tap all the vigilance guy to make this large. Yeah, um, and also to go back to what we were talking about before with the knight's deck. Uh, I think that while Green White Knights might be a deck, I don't know if this card makes the cut in that deck. Um, but Just because 3 for a 2-2? Two, two... Yeah, it's too bad. It needs too yeah. much to go right, and the upside is pretty bad for Constructed. Yeah. All right, next we have Giant Soldier. <laughs> Red White 4 for a 5-5 five, five Vigilance, and whenever it attacks, you get to deal 1 damage to each creature defending player controls. Each creature. So I, I just, I can't, this text line of deal one damage to each creature defending player controls just leaves such a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, chain because roller. of Chain, chain roller? Roller. Uh Even though this card is like super reasonable, right? Yeah. At six mana for a 5-5, five, five, and then it's only an attack trigger, but it does have Vigilance. It's, you know, obviously nowhere near as good as Chain Roller. Um, but 
you know, for the, uh, limited, the card seems like very reasonable. Uh, five five with vigilance for six is pretty strong, and then it has upside as well. Uh, even if you know you don't have a soul scar mage out to put counters on them, it still seems acceptable. Yeah, no, I mean it's very nice in combat, right? This is a six mana five five, but they if they block with their six six, you're still trading. Yeah, they right? can trade up slightly, absolutely. Yeah, and it can absolutely. help all your other creatures trade up slightly too. Yeah, yeah, right? which is so even is if sweet. one damage isn't actually killing anything, yeah, it's making their blocks much worse. Absolutely. Love it. Good Boros card. Very nice. And with the Vigilance, it's a great attack, defense, you know, do both red-white. Yep. Next is Conclave Centaur. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, now this is a knight that might make the cut. This would. This would, I think. Uh, this is green, green, white, white for a 4-4 Centaur Knight. With Vigilance, when Conclave Centaur dies, create two green, white, two, two elf knight creature tokens with Vigilance. Yes. <laughs> just like yes to everything about this card. Uh... Limited, totally. It's I mean, it's a mini worm coil engine. Like, yes to limited, yes to constructed. Uh, the knight's deck, the hypothetical green-white knight's deck wants this. Um, and, you know, even like a sacrifice deck, if you're an Obzon, a sacrifice deck would be happy to have this because you get to sack three times. Like, mm. there's just, this card is so good. It has, vi you know, it's just great. Vigilance, four mana, four, four. Yeah. This is, I mean... Yeah, Green White Knights, like, this card is so good. You're so sad if it's exiled with a two mana seal away. But. Well, seal away doesn't hit it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Which is another interesting thing if, like, you know, an appeal to knights is they all have vigilance and seal away. If Blue White controls the primary control deck and their main spot removal spell is seal away, then that's going to be pretty bad against uh, Green White. Very cool. So. Love this card. Sweet, sweet card. And very, very strong. The, I'm, and I'm like, again, like, in other sets, I feel like this would be a rare. Um, oh, this isn't uncommon? It's an uncommon. Oh, wow. This card is insane in, in Limited. Yeah. It's so powerful. You need to definitely be... be heavy in green-white and get the fixing. Like, that's one thing, too, to emphasize is you really, you do need to prioritize <laughs> fixing. Because right. you can't just go like, oh, I'm going to run, you know nine planes and eight forests and then expect to be able to play this card on turn four you will not be able to do it um you you really need good fixing so but you know ravnica has all the tools to give you the good fixing it's just a matter of you making sure you pick them up if, if it's a draft good next card we have a crackling drake mm. this is the is it of the cycle red red blue blue for a star four drake with flying Crackling Drake's power is equal to the total number of instants or sorceries and in sorceries cards in exile and in your graveyard when it enters the battlefield, draw a card. Now, do Enigma Drake is still in the format, right? Yeah, that's another yeah. star four, but it's It's exactly cheaper, the same, right? except it's yeah, it's three mana. Uh, this cantrips. This draws you a card when it comes down. Yep. It's a pretty substantial upside. And the mana upside. cost is more Yeah, the mana cost is definitely more restrictive. Um, and four is like a little high. I don't like you're in the spells deck, right? We're thinking obviously like the spells deck. Uh, four mana is like a little high for the blue red spells deck, I think. Mm -hmm. But I think that this is probably worth like topping out at this card yes. because cantripping is so good. I guess the other thing though is so Enigma Drake doesn't check your exile, right? Mm -hmm. It does. No, I'm agreeing. It does not. Oh, okay, You're yeah. Right. Because um, 
with Jumpstart and things like that in the format, checking your exile and your graveyard may be more relevant. Yeah, sure. Um, I think it's more relevant in limited than it will be in constructed. Yeah. Uh, because I, I like usually only a couple cards with the mechanic actually make the leap over to constructed. Um, but yeah, for certainly for limited, for limited, it's fantastic. I mean, you know, it's an X four flyer. You know, you're in blue and red, so hopefully you have a couple spells. So even if, honestly, if I'm paying like four mana for a two four flyer that draws me a card, I'm happy to play that. Like that's great. I'm all about that. Yeah. It is funny how exile, you know when it was created was like the card is gone and now exile has moved like closer and closer to just being graveyard two because like yeah things are now counting cards in exile and graveyard like keeps taking on more properties of the graveyard but anyways uh next card is omni spell adept this is blue four for a three four human wizard wizard tribal no, it's, it's five it's mana. It's too much. All right, anyways, it has Human tribal. Modern playable. Again, five mana. Uh, but it has an ability, blue two, tap. You can cast an instant or sorcery card from your hand without paying its mana cost. So once you've invested five mana in a creature and like waited a turn because you don't have eight mana, then you can cast all your spells. And wait a turn because mana. it's summoning sick. Right, right. That's you, that's you, that's yeah. you. Oh, then you can cast one spell per turn. Yes. <laughs> for hopefully cheaper. Yeah, this card is pretty bad. Um, uh, its body is not a great rate, 5 for a 3-4, and the ability is pretty weak. Like, the best things you can do is cast, uh, like, uh, the Apex of Power, or um, there's, like, one other big, like, 7-drop. Not Omniscience. I forget what it is. But it's just not worth it. Like, in no This is worlds, a rare? Yeah, it's a rare. Oh, this is going to be a bummer. Cause... Total bummer to open this card. You're yeah. pretty disappointed to open this. Oh, sad. Yeah. So sad. Next. Oh, Katie, I'm excited about this one. Okay. We have a card that's being translated as a detour. Mm. It's green three for a sorcery. Search your library for, is it up to or is it, I guess I'm trying to, you know, let's see. Yeah, you think Search you library, yeah, cards already. I, I know what it is. Search library for up to two Basic lands or gates, and put them onto the battlefield tapped. All right, why are you so excited about this? Because I love explosive vegetation. Do uh, you really? Yeah. What have you played? Okay, besides the Nissa's Renewal or, or yeah, whatever that, that was. Yeah, that was the deck. Oh, okay. That I fell in love with, explosive vegetation. Okay. Uh, for our listeners, at the end of uh, like the Khan's Shadows format... Maybe it wasn't even cons. It wasn't cons. It was Battle Shadows. Battle for Zendikar Shadows. Uh, I was playing this, like, five-color control deck with, like... Uh, it was started with four colors, but the fifth was in the sideboard. You could side into... It was, like... Uh, was it? it was black, green, white, splashing blue for Narset and Dragonlord Ojitai, and you could side out those and bring in Nahiri instead. Uh, it was so fun. But, like, Explosive Vegetation was such a good card uh in that deck because it it's like perfect it's just perfect that four mana gets you two lands you untap and on turn five you have seven mana that's awesome this format we have lanor elves so that means you go turn one elves turn three you cast detour and then on turn four you untap with seven mana which is great and like people are talking about oh well what are we ramping into i don't think it's anything there's anything good to ramp into i i it does it like in that deck, I was using it just as 
it helps a little bit. Like it helps get you a little bit of land. It helps you with your color fixing, um, and it just speeds you up ahead of your opponent. Uh, I wasn't ramping into anything like crazy. I just wanted to be able to multi spell in a turn or like, ah, uh, I yeah. So I love explosive vegetation. I really like that this fetches gates um, because we talked about it the other day. I'm a big fan of the gates mm -hmm. deck, the guild summit card. This will draw you two cards off of that. Um, and I like it too because if you want to take advantage of gates, you need to find ways to uh, mitigate their downside, right? Where they come that to battlefield tapped. tapped right? So one way of doing that is by cheating them in, right? Because if you're cheating them in, they're going to come in tapped anyways, and that's fine because they're extra. So like you get no matter what's coming in, it's coming in tapped. You get to use the next turn. So things like this or scape shift or um, uh, mending of dominaria, like all those cards, I, I like. Uh, so yeah, I, I love Detour. Um, I think this is just like a, you know, explosive vegetation with or without a little bit of upside. I just like having the format. I just think it's a nice card to have in the format. So if you're not using this to ramp into something, and like you said, you're just using it to get a little bit ahead of your opponent, maybe double spell, do you need to be in a deck that's like getting a lot of value or drawing some cards some way? Because otherwise, like, what's the point in getting ahead because you're just going to run out of gas? Like, cause... No, you can double spell. Okay, then you cast your two spells one turn early, and you don't have any more. Yeah, but you, you get to cast, like, your more impactful spells before them, too. But also, like, the big thing is that it fixes your colors. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, 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 for four mana, you're getting, like, two mana rocks, right? You're getting two mana rocks that both make two colors. Like, Detour can give you the tools to play a five-color deck in standard. No. That, like, that's... Sorry, like, I should have been clearer. I like explosive vegetation, you know, partially because of like the either the rampy bit and like you play it generally in like a base black green deck. If you're playing it not for like in a ramp deck, if you're playing okay. it in another deck, base black green, uh, grindy, lots of card advantage. So like card advantage is not a problem. Um, it's that you know you're drawing so many cards that now you're able to actually cast multiple of those cards in one turn, which is great. But primarily, also like and on top of that, the color fixing is really a treat. Like it is. It is delightful to fetch up, you know, your, your the remaining colors, especially in this set where so many of the cards require like so many pips of different colors to try to like discourage us from playing multiple colors. Uh, Detour is a great tool to have uh, to try to mitigate that, and I just like the card. I like the card. And, you know, if you want to play ramp, like we're losing our promise. If you actually want to build a ramp deck, this is a very fair ramp card. Uh, elves, you know, into turn three, this like sweet. Go ahead. Play your omniscience on turn four, or turn five, whatever you want. Okay. I like it. I like it. So that's Detour. That's Detour. Next, we have Swift Blade Vindicator. Red, white, human soldier, 1-1, one, one, double strike, vigilance, trample. I love when they put trample on, like, zero or one power creatures. Like uh, the badger? Charging <laughs> yeah. badger? You're like... But why? I want chart. I someone on Twitter was posting this. Might have been Cedric Phillips. It's like I want BBD Charging Badger to be the new leader of the guild, the <laughs> Gruel, the Gruel Clan. Uh, okay, but what do you what do you think in limited? Oh, um, this is a rare. Wanna... The rares are so weird. Yeah, but this is a fantastic yeah. mentor. Every mentor, <gasps> mentor card in the format. Mentor Ryan, that's brilliant. I know. I mean, that's why they printed it. Like. Now you attack with this once as a 2-2 double strike vigilance trample. That's kind of scary. That sounds really Another good. time, it's a 3-3. Like, 
This card's super scary. Um, if you have the support, if you don't have the support, it's pretty poor. But uh, if you have the mentor, pretty good card. Um, and you could this could see play in standard uh, in the situation where you have the red white aggro deck, and the red white aggro deck incidentally has a high density of mentor cards. Um, hmm. You can't. Decks in standard like don't work by playing bad cards to make other cards good. So like if you are have a red white aggro deck, there's no mentor cards, and you're like, well, let me just play them because then I get this really good swift blade vindicator. Then that's a bad strategy, and you're probably gonna lose. So uh, if the deck incidentally has a lot of uh, mentors, guys, then swift blade vindicator will probably see play. But otherwise, it probably won't. Cool. Yeah. Next card is one I'm kind of excited about, Hunted Witness. This is white for a 1-1 human. When Hunted Witness dies, create a 1-1 white soldier creature token with lifelink. Uh, I'm a little disappointed about the name because I thought it was a going to be a throwback to the card design from original Ravnica, where there was a cycle of hunted cards. Oh. And the hunted cards all came in, on, into the battlefield. They were all super undercosted with like a lot of power and toughness. And they created creatures for your opponent that matched up well against the creature. Mm. Um, so it led to like it was just, there was just a cool design. It's like oh, we're, you know, the card is being hunted. Hunted witness is not that design. Um, in fact, it's more of a descendant of the doomed traveler school of card design. Yeah, but the flavor makes a lot of sense. I yeah, mean, it makes I sense. Like just the weird the, the naming convention is not. Like, it's been if established in Magic. If you didn't know about that naming convention, sure. then I thought this was really flavorful. I really sure. like it. card's great. It's like, you know, Doom Traveler is so good. Um, in mono-white decks, like, you know, these really cheap mono-white decks that sees play, white for a 1-1 that replaces itself, great. Uh, human's not relevant right now, but it sometimes is. And in Sacrifice decks, like, this card is usually a variant of this card is necessary for a sacrifice deck to be good uh think back to like obs on aristocrats uh we had blister pod which was oh, green yeah. for a one one replace itself uh and then before that we had uh you know mardu uh, aristocrats with like falcon wrath uh and that was the original aristocrats deck and that had doom traveler um this card is uh good it's it's one of those cards that you see that's like it's not, it's not quite like Thraven Inspector where you're like, wow, this card goes in every deck. But it's a one drop that you look at and you're like, oh, this is so strong. It's going to be really annoying. Um, and yeah, it's the, certain decks will want this and love it. And most other decks like won't touch it. But It's so funny because you're so confident and excited about it. And I see it in all the decks that you said. Mm-hmm. And I can totally see a new player saying like, Card's one terrible. mana for a one one replaces itself with a one one. Like, yeah. what does a one one ever do? Absolutely, especially because we're like you're usually what something they learn is like. Well, there's the vanilla tests of like, are you getting X and XX for X mana, right? But a one mana one one oftentimes is not worth a card, even <laughs> if it's worth the mana. Like, you're not willing to spend a card to get a one one. And this card just completely breaks that mold, right? Of like, it just replacing itself is just so valuable and so incredible to certain decks um, that that really rely on this mechanic. Cool. Next up, we have Glaive of the Guild Pact. What is a glaive? Like a guild cave? Some kind of sword, I think. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, I see the art now. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I totally knew that before looking at the art. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Glaive of the Guild Pact. 
is a, a two-mana artifact equipment. I think this is the first equipment of the set. Um, Might be. No, we have one other one, I think. Uh, it was probably bad then, if I mm-hmm. remember it. Uh, equipped creature gets plus one plus so for each gate you control mm-hmm. and has vigilance and menace. Costs three to equip. Oh, three is such a high equip cost. Uh, I'm going to say this card is bad in standard. Like, pretty obviously bad. Yeah, it's just too uh, expensive. Yeah. Well, also, like, the deck it has to exist in is incredibly narrow. What What would it have to exist? Like, something it with needs a, lot of- a ton of gates, and it wants to be, like, an aggressive... That's like the opposite. Aggressively slanted mid-ranged. Like, it's just... Yeah, I don't think it exists. Yeah. So I don't think it's playing standard. In Limited, I think this card could be super good because there, I think there's a deck in Limited where you get the... Like, you just aggressively da- draft the gates and, like, then this card's incredible, you know? I don't even think you need that many gates for this to be good because I think Menace is pretty good to be able to give to any creature. Yeah, and Vigilance as well is, yeah. is not a nice on top of that. Like, if you can throw this on a flyer... That's like... Well, flyers are already... I know, I know. But like, Asian. you know, sometimes they're like, oh, sweet, I found my one flyer so I can block. And now it has menace. Uh, lol. Um, but yeah, and even like the Vigilance, if you have some like Convoke stuff going on, like, I, I think this is going to be pretty strong and annoying and limited. Yeah, and I think if you have a critical mass of gates, it becomes like a yes. powerhouse. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, you, you know, you play a couple gates, you have like two on board and this is super reasonable. Mm-hmm. One and it's fine and like... Yeah. You could have zero, like in the base case where you haven't, you have a couple in your deck but haven't drawn them. You can still play this, and Vigilance and Menace is not terrible. It just it's that like, you probably wouldn't do it normally because equip three and two mana to play is a lot for that effect. Yeah. But as a base, like oh no, I haven't drawn my gates yet. It's not like terrible. It's not like completely useless if you don't have the gates, which yeah. is nice. So next we got to tilt our heads. We have a split card. We have the Demir one. Uh, which is Connive and Concoct. So this is Hybrid Blue-Black, Hybrid Blue-Black 2, Connive, Sorcery. Gain control of target creature with power 2 or less. And Concoct, which is Blue-Black 3, Sorcery. Surveil 3, then return a creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Okay, so the front side, I just, like, 4 mana, gain control of a creature with power 2 or less. So... It seems not very pushed. Yeah. Getting control of things is powerful. Yes. But not it's, very it's like pushed. a removal spell and a creature spell, right? Yep. Like but how many things do you wanna get that are two or less? Like for four mana. Maybe I mean you're looking for something that has like an ability, right? Because obviously the the power and toughness is not is not the draw to taking this yeah. creature. But uh I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to, yeah. Right. Though Unlimited, I think that's the side you probably want more. Yeah. Often, I think you'll use that side, take a flyer, take a, something with value. Concoct, I think, is the more constructed side, uh, because once in a while, you have a reanimator deck pop up, and if there's one in this format, this card does... The two things that Reanimator decks want to do in one card, where you fill your graveyard and you get to bring something back. It's part of the reason why, like, very briefly when uh, Blue-Black Splash Ishkana Reanimator was a deck at the end of that format. Oh, I remember that. Um, Liliana, Death Majesty, was a four of because it fueled, its plus one fueled the graveyard 
while making blockers, and then the minus three brought it, it did both ends of reanimator. Right. So I don't think it's I think it's important not to underestimate the fact that this does both ends of what a reanimator deck wants to do. Um, it is expensive, but like five mana is pretty standard for reanimate cards, and I think the surveil three upside plus the also like hey this is another card too can I have upside even though it's very small upside um, probably pushes it into playability. But I I just I'm not convinced there's a reanimator deck. Uh, that the like at all, so we'll have to see. Yeah, it might change. Maybe Orzhov. If Orzhov comes in, we'll get something worth reanimating. Orzhov mm. has had some, you know, like Angel of Despairs and like some good because Black White just kills stuff so well. So maybe we'll get some good bomby Black White creatures that we want to bring back. But right now, I'm not super sold on bringing anything back for five because it has to be it has to be pretty more than five. Right, right, to really get your, your worth, money's worth out right. of it. Or Otherwise, cheat. you should just be casting the card. Yeah, just, just cast it. Just cast it. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, next we have Ritual of Soot. So happy. <laughs> so happy. Black, black, two, sorcery. Destroy all creatures with converted mana cost three or less. A sweeper that kills everything that is not your control when condition. <laughs> this is so good. Except all the mid-range green threats. I'm like, I'm just so confused because I'm like, oh, like control, you know, it's so good. Like they're not going to print anything and we just keep getting good Okay, but this doesn't cards. go in the blue-white control, which is the No, because it's not control. blue or white. I know, I know, but I'm saying, you're, you were saying control is so good, but I'm thinking in particular like blue-white control. Yeah, but they're printing stuff for all the other control variants. Yeah, yeah. We have like blue-red control cards. We have blue-black control cards. Like... This is a, a four mana sweeper. This is, um, you know, I forget what it's called. The, they have this effect at five mana, uh, consuming something, or just, I forget. Okay. But it was a, a five mana instant. So they knocked a mana off and turned it into four mana sorcery. Um, really great. Uh, and in modern, this is potentially modern playable over damnation uh, because with delve threats, it's just great. Like, this lets you, uh, it, it basically does the same thing as Owl's Dust, right? Where it acts as a one-sided sweeper, um, where you can build your deck in such a way as oh. to cheat the sweeper, right? Where like, you're like, oh, turn two Tastiger, turn two Hollow One, and then your opponent's playing stuff, and you're like, sweep your board, hit you for eight. Because like, you were playing creatures fairly. Exactly. So this, it's just great. Like, I, I, I like this card. It's very fair um, if played normally, and... If, you know, not played in a fair way, then, like, it has a lot of deck-building constraints, which is, is interesting. I think it's, like, you want to design cards that make you think differently about cards that already exist and, like, recontextualize things that you've, you're already playing with or you've already played with, so. Do you think, like, uh, some sort of green-black, like, value-y, graveyard-y deck would ever run this as, like, a sweeper because yeah, it I mean, can like, bring its own stuff back. Or? It, it, it's gonna be so it's gonna be so interesting to see how this standard shapes up. Um, so we've had like green black can lead to a lot of different decks, right? Like delirium was like, a black green like mid range with a heavy like controlling bent to it. Mm. We also had Obzon mid range, which was closer to mid range but still had. Con they say had like controlling all. There were some more controlling versions of it, but like the Siege Rhino version of that deck, uh, like you could build it as a mid range deck, you could build it as a control, like you could build it even as an aggro deck. We were running Fleece Mainline, etc. Oh, yeah. um, but then you could also build like there was that deck. I know my five color deck was kind of based on this, but there was we had like 
uh, Seasons Pass control, right? Where you can run a bunch of creature lands, Sylvan Advocate, and value cards. So like, and that deck ran Languish, right? Which was the four mana sweep of its time, um, is, is <laughs> to get to my point. So uh, Ritual Soot totally could see play in a black-green deck if the right shell exists. Uh, which you know is what we say about like most of these. <laughs> if the right shell exists, this card could be yeah, yeah. So that is the funny thing about reviewing spoilers as they come out is you can you can begin to speculate about where this would fit and see the pieces come in, but like we we don't have enough of the pieces yet to say. Yeah, and it, this uh, spoiler season is always the hardest when you're losing massive pieces of standard, right? Because <laughs> like when a new set when you know, when a Ravnica Allegiance comes out, we're gonna pretty easily be able to be like oh, like, yeah, this card goes in this deck. Or there'll be a couple cards where you're like, this could give rise to something new. But right now, kind of everything is just up in the air. And that's when that's when Standard is the most fun. Yeah, it's definitely the most exciting because as opposed to the past where it was like, can this beat energy? No. Does yeah. this slot into energy? Yes. All right, hmm. let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times have been rough. Times have been tough. What's next? Watcher in the Mist is blue, blue, three for a three, four spirit, Katie. Spirit. Hey. With flying. It's and when Watcher in the Mist spirit. enters the battlefield, surveil two. I think they messed this up. I think the Sphinx should have been. This should have been a Sphinx, and the other card should have been. The one that the dies. Spirit. Yeah. Because this, like. I think Brian mentioned this that, like, we've had consecutive sets with Sphinx Sphinxes that when they ETB, you scry two, or you do, like. And this is in line with that, but now it's a spirit, and the Sphinx has to die. Uh, so I no, just but think it doesn't least... make sense for a spirit to die and do something because it's like already dead. You know what I mean? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but the card is good in limited, and uh, that's about the extent of our evaluation. Yep. Yep. It's uh, you know, it's it does fuel surveillance. So that's nice too. Yeah, it's a chunky flyer. It's mm -hmm. expensive, but yep. chunky. Next, we have Demir Spybug. This is blue-black for a 1-1 insect with flying and menace. And whenever you surveil, put a plus one, plus one counter on Demir Spybug. All right, currently, I really want to put this and the blue... What is it? It's a blue 2-2 two -two defender spirit yeah. where with the surveil put counters on. Yeah. I want that to be in a deck. We, we... still don't see enough surveilling things. There needs to be cheap surveil cards because Demir is showing this side of aggro and yeah. we don't get like a blue black aggro deck would be pretty cool. That would be um, really interesting. But we don't have it. Uh, like blue black at tempo aggro, right? Aggro right. tempo. And and the only thing I can hope is that like we're still waiting on the blue, the single mana blue surveil cantrip. It's like the serum visions with surveil or the ponder with surveil like mm. any of like any if we get a good cantrip with surveil not only is that modern playable but like it it helps these decks an enormous amount because the card is good at every single stage in the game you are happy to play it it's super cheap it gives value so much value like that's what that's what you really want for this um because with a critical mass of good surveillers like the card is pretty good it's going to be really hard to block. Flying in Menace is rough. And if this is getting in early and just growing and growing, it, you know, it's 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 a lot of damage. And uh, it up. also, like, aside from a uh, trophy, which would kind of be even, but then still give you a land, like, this is going to trade up with any removal uh, because most removal is going to be more expensive than this. And it, 
probably doesn't feel great to spend removal on a on a two mana one one. One one. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I like this card. I like the design. Um, it kind of shows a different side of Demir, as does the other card. So hopefully we get some surveil support. How much surveil do you think you need in limited before you play this? I don't know. I'm sure. Oh, in limited. Yeah, in limited. I would play this uh, with a very low surveil count in limited because if I'm in blue black, blue black one one flying menace. This is like I normally don't like one one flyers because eventually they're gonna have a blocker. But this just is it, so hard to block. Mm. this is just going to do damage it's almost like a pinger it's just going to ping every single turn and if you have any surveil now it's a 2-2 flying menace like oh my gosh what a card for 2 mana what a card in limited that's incredible so I, I like this card maybe I'm too high on this card but I, I think it's quite good mm. next we have maximum velocity red instant maximize velocity uh, I think it's translated as oh really yeah I don't know I mean it maximum velocity yeah, I, maybe it is maximized. They translated it as maximum, but when I saw it, I also first thought it was maximized. Because I would that's think what it, it is because like. it's a is it a sorcery or an instant? Instant. But it's like an action. Yeah, it's an action, and right. even the like, like the phrasing noun. of the terms looks like it's yeah. written as a verb. Anyways, right. this this is a foreign language card, which is why we're debating, debating over. it. Yeah. So, anyways, it's some... red for an instant. Target creature gets plus one plus one and gains. Uh, oh, haste. Dang. I think it's haste, or is it first strike? Let's see. You should stop thinking that you know what things yeah. do. Haste until end of turn, and it has jump start. I knew it was haste. Really? I said it was haste. Yeah. Red just for haste. No, for plus one plus one in haste. Uh, I don't know how to go. What? Would you play this in limited? If I'm in an aggro deck, sure. I guess okay. Like I maybe. like this better with some of the mentor you stuff. You gotta play. Yeah, mentor is good with mentor. Like you have some yeah. combat tricks going. Like. It turns a dead card later into a pump. It's yeah. nice. It's not a powerhouse. It's fine. It's just a, like it's a pretty typical I'm just trying mediocre to think at, at, pump effect. At one, po- at what point do I slot this in? Like, I think you need to be pretty low on pump effects and be like, I need some more, or just being like extremely low to the ground and being like curving out at like three at most, and they're just like, I need to dump my entire hand and just like shoot them a bunch like then this card is fine <laughs> okay yeah it's not very good yeah i mean that, that's what i'm wondering like because because with uh you know pump spells unlimited i'm always like so sure sure strike was plus what something three plus first strike three out first strike yeah i like that for two mana i love that yeah but katie this is one mana yeah, but this is bad. It's one mana. I don't care if so it's what, one mana. So here's what we did. We took one card. mana, we shaved off a point from uh, the card you just said, yeah. and then now it's plus two plus up, and then they were like, you know what, we'll split it up. So they took a point of power, gave it a toughness, so it's still two, <laughs> and then they are like, oh, maybe that's two weeks, so they gave it haste and jumpstart. So great card. Um, jumpstart does help, though. Jumpstart, yes. But I mean, also, I yeah, I mean, at least it's jumpstart just for one, Yeah. but like, I'm like, later in the game... You don't care about giving things haste, like, not, not really. Yeah, I, I don't think of it as late in the game. I think of it as uh, it solves the problem of aggro decks in that it's flood insurance. Yeah. Where if you're like, dang it, I drew another land, you get to just go, eh, it's a pump Give spell. Give something plus one. Yep. Yeah. So, and, and, and that's a way that jumpstart, depending on what cards they put it on, like, they could use it for that. They could use it for flood insurance for aggro decks. But I, yep. I think most of the way we've seen, uh, not so much in oh, that yeah. direction. Next we have Trastani Discordant. This is green-white three, 
for a legendary dryad. It's a 1-4, so you could take this with the Demir switcheroo. You could, and I love 5-mana uh, 1-4s. It's so good. Yeah. Actually, this would be terrible with Demir switcheroo <laughs> for what you're going to see. All right, so other creatures you control get plus 1, plus 1. When uh, it enters the battlefield, create 2 plus 1, plus 1 soldier creature tokens with lifelink. At the beginning of your end step, each player gains control of all creatures they own. That's just such a weird oh, random yeah. rider. It's cool. Oh yeah. But yeah. I don't know why it's there. I wonder like It feels like a development thing. It feels like development was like, oh, we gotta throw on this just in case, you know, that take control of creatures deck blows up. Well that's what I'm like, have we seen besides the, the four mana take something power two or less? Uh, well, it might be upcoming. It, yeah. it, maybe not even in this, this set. This is pre-empted. It could be in, yeah, it could be in, like... Because, you know, the story, right, is about the guilds joining or fighting against Bolas. So, like, there could be a card in the third set, which is, like, a really strong take creatures card or something. I don't know. We'll see. I have to say, if that is true, I'm so glad that Wizards is preemptively printing know, the right? hate and control for something that could get out of control. It's uh, quite, a, quite a philosophy. Yeah. So uh, we can pretty much ignore that rider yeah. um, and evaluate it as a 5-mana 1-4 that pumps everything and gives you two 1-1 soldiers with lifelink. So it's like Regal a... Regal Caracal. Exactly. Regal Caracal, Angel of Invention. Um, that style of creature. Both those creatures ju are rotating and have seen standard play. Uh, it seems reasonable that this card may also see standard play. Um, we'll have to see kind of how the decks shape up because uh, Angel saw a play because of gift yeah and caracal saw a lot of play because like control decks wanted something that was like a creature that was lifelink and then it kind of went out of fa fashion or favor when we got lyra so this is in uh white green um it does make the soldiers with lifelink which is nice uh we'll see where where would you picture? I mean, so like, because green I mean, you and white get this right nice... now is making creature or like tokens, right? Yeah, you get to play like so in the, like the green white saplings with like Benelish Marshall, and now you have Trustani Discordant, um, his maybe History of Benalia, the green white knights card. Like you could maybe get a green white deck together. I'm just I'm not super sold on it. I would have to see it mm. before I became a true believer. The next card, though, I believe in is mm. Creeping Chill. This is black three sorcery. Creeping Chill deals three damage to each opponent, and you gain three life. So two out of giant, uh, six six. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah. When Creeping Chill is put into a graveyard from your library, you may exile it. If you do, Creeping Chill deals three damage to each opponent, and you gain three life. So this card is really exciting. Uh, it's like a Narcomoeba, but with a spell, right? It's like a spell version where it shoots your opponent and drains three. Things you have to... Think about with this. Hmm. Could be modern playable. Hmm. You have to find something to cut and dredge, but dredge, this is a, like a good dredge card. Um, Narcomoeba, right, is not a very good magic card, like on its face, but dredge plays it because like it's so in line with the, what the deck is doing and like so is this card. Um, and maybe, you, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if there's something you can cut or not and like if the three damage is worth it. Uh, second, you have to think about it from the combo potential, where if you were to mill your deck, uh, put your deck into your library somehow, can you you get to deal 12 damage to them, right? 
And I've seen some people talking like, oh, and then you can like do something else to like put your deck back and then recur it. Uh, you could also do shenanigans with uh, the Eldrazi um, Titans that shuffle your graveyard into your library. So you get to just do this over and over and over again. Um, or if you like, you know, exile your deck and then put this in with Emrakul and then shuffle it and like every turn mill, then every single turn you're shooting them for three. Um, like none of these things are very strong, but they're all broken things to do. Um, and like anytime I think a card can do something that kind of breaks the rules this substantially, it's worth paying attention to it. Um, and Narcomoeba breaks the rules in the same way, but it is a 1-1 one, one flyer. There's nothing too insane you can do with it. This, 3 damage, uh, I think, is, is a little bit more substantial. And because it's... More exploitable. Yeah, and like you do have to uh, exile it. So that's the tricky part, is that you have to then find a way to put it from exile back into your graveyard. <laughs> so if you're just doing like this with Emrakul, like, that doesn't work. Um, unless you are hard casting it and then it goes in and then you Emrakul shuffle it and then get the last points by exiling it. But um, it's it's a really cool card, really cool design. Um, and then uh, standard where we don't have dredge and never mm-hmm. will again, mm-hmm. um, this pairs nicely with your surveil. It does. It pairs well with surveil uh, and any other kind of self mill that Golgari gets. Oh, sure. That, that Citrus might supplier get. and the green oh, yeah, black the three, three one. one. Yep. Yeah. So we have two of them. Yeah. So yep. you're not sad to flip this. But in standard, you're you're not running this just to have a nice thing to mill. That's not worthwhile. Yeah, it's a little awkward because, like, Dredge doesn't really have to worry about drawing cards they don't want because they're rarely going to ever draw a card. Uh, in standard, you're going to draw cards. So then you draw this, and you're pretty disappointed. Right. So you have to be wanting to do something, like, pretty busted that you're willing to have dead cards in hand and, like okay, I can draw one or two of these and, like, accept that it doesn't do anything. And, like, in the late game, maybe I can shoot it off for three. Uh, but overall, you're, like, you're definitely just wanting to mill your deck hard. Okay. So. Next, we have two cards that I'm pretty excited about uh, that are, are, like, good surveil payoffs and, like, really make me want a surveil engine. Uh, Everything one, makes us want a surveil engine. I just hope but these, we get these it. cards in particular do yeah. because they they're like so obviously built for surveil. Like the other ones have like surveil. Like when you surveil, random thing happens, right? These these are like oh look, we're gonna help you surveil. So enhanced surveillance is blue one enchantment. You may look at two Even additional cards each time you surveil. Exile enhanced surveillance. Shuffle your graveyard into your library. Ooh. So, yeah, this is nuts, right? Surveil 1 becomes Surveil 3. Uh, surveil 2 becomes 4. Practice your basic arithmetic. I'm doing so much basic arithmetic. So, this seems great. Um, and you can even make sure you don't know yourself when you need to. And then the second one is Disinformation Campaign, which is blue-black 1 enchantment. ETB, you draw a card and each opponent discards a card. And 2 at a giant, this does hit both opponents. And then whenever you surveil, return uh, the card to its owner's hand. So this, if you have an enchantment that can just surveil every turn, like if only Search for Iskanta could surveil instead of just have surveil written out on it. <laughs> um, this card's nuts. This is just like the grindiest value engine ever, where every turn you're drawing a card and making them discard. They have nothing. They're going to have nothing. And then if you can take care of their board, like you can't lose. This card is great. I, I have a rules question about the second part. Yeah. So when you surveil, return it to its owner's hand. 
It doesn't specify from where, if it's mm-hmm. exiled under a spell queller or if it's exiled for some other reason. Yeah. Do you still get it back? You do. Um, text on a card only uh, matters when that card is uh, like so. Cards like this, the trigger ability, only matters when uh, the trigger is either met. So like when this card is discarded, and then if it's discarded, it's like oh well, obviously the only place you can discard is from your hand. It'll work. Otherwise, if it's just whenever something happens, that only matters when it's on the battlefield, unless the card specifically says otherwise. Like, whenever you surveil, if disinformation campaign is in your graveyard, then return disinformation, then it would work in the graveyard. Or if it's an exile, then... But just when it says, whenever X happens, do Y, it only works if it's on the battlefield. Got it, got unless it. Unless they're contingent upon other zones. I, I think the first time I read it, I hadn't realized it's an enchantment. <laughs> so it's yes. sitting around your battlefield... It's not like a sorcery that you're getting right, back. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So uh, I just, I love the grindy value. <laughs> love me some grindy value. It's just, a, it's just a question of like, we haven't seen anything to make these cards playable yet. So hopefully we will. Again, a cantrip would be enormously helpful. So we'll see. Um, I guess maybe like the cantrip... Plus the new Glimmer of Genius, the four mana draw two surveils. That doesn't surveil. It doesn't. It jump starts. Start. Never mind. Next we have Ledev Guardian, which is white three for a two four with Convoke. Yeah. It's a human knight. Knight Katie. Night gross. Travel. No, gross. What do you think? Kate? Kate? Gross. In limited? Would you play it? Eh, maybe. Probably not. I-, I hope I have better things to play. Okay. But now it's slotted in if I have to. Sure. Next we have Lotleth Giant. This is black six for a six five zombie giant. When it enters the battlefield, it deals one damage to target opponent for each creature in your graveyard. Yeah, see now this I would probably play unlimited if I have a couple ways to throw things in my graveyard. Mm-hmm. Um, I really am interested in this for a standard more because mm. this is a really good reanimation target. Um, it's a really good card to play in the lake. Like this is how you can just kill people. Uh, like, think about how powerful Grey Merchant was. Because you play one, then they have to be like, dang it, I'm going to die. And then you play the second one, and they die. Uh, this card is the same thing. Where, like, you can, in the really late game, play the first one and just kill them. Um, and they always have to, like, they can't let the game go too long, or they're going to lose because this card is inevitable. Um, they have to, like, watch out for the graveyard stuff. They Like, you could always have this if you have seven minutes. I just really like this card. I like this card a lot. Um, again, it's dependent on the shell existing. It's not clear the shell exists. If it does, the card's really strong as a finisher. Cool. Wow. I hadn't seen that. Yeah. I like it. Next. Oh, don't do, don't do this to your books, guys. Yeah. It's very sad. All right. This is a book devourer, but it's like a literal devourer. It is eating the books. Oh, no. So don't do that to your books, folks. Don't Treat eat them. the delicious books. They're not delicious in that way. They're okay. nutritious for your mind. There you go. Books. Books. Nutritious for your mind. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, Red 5 for a 4-5 beast with Trample. And whenever Devourer deals combat damage to a player, you may discard all the cards in your hand. If you draw, do draw that many cards. Mm. So it's a, like a Wheel of Fortune that triggers upon hitting. Um, trample really helps a lot. Helps with the hitting. Uh, not a constructed card. Um, body, mana ratio, bad. Uh, and uh, it's not, uh, yeah, bad. Uh, in limited, 
pretty questionable. Uh, you you really want to be. It's weird because like discarding your hand is really strong in a format with undergrowth and graveyard matters cards and jumpstart, but like you need that deck. You need to be in that deck. And if you're in like this is easy to play with jumpstart because it's red, but undergrowth is black green and surveil is blue green. So like kind of excuse me, kind of awkward. Um, you really want to be, you know, have the deck to play this. I, I wasn't even thinking that. I was just thinking this is six mana. How many cards do you have left to discard? Like, you're not yep. wheeling that many cards. It's true. Um, I actually, uh, one of the things that I kind of like it for is that it can hit, get rid of your opponent's bombs. Uh, if you can play this a little, maybe a little bit early, then you get to make them wheel away their bombs. Oh, you can make anyone? Oh, nope, just you. Okay, yeah. That Too is, bad. That is false. Oh, well. <laughs> Next is Loxodon Restorer. This is white, white, four for a three, four elephant cleric with Convoke. ETB, you gain four life. In limited, I would probably play this. Uh, I think it's good enough. Yeah. Standard, no. Yeah. Good, good enough is the right word. Six yeah. mana for a three, four. It has Convoke, but that's still a lot. It's going to take a little while to get out. Yeah. Ooh, do you think in the final set they'll mix and match mechanics? We'll get, like, Convoke and Mentor together with, like, the guilds that are working on the same side? That would be cool. Why do you want Convoke and Mentor? I don't know. I just thought of that. I mean, those I mean, those don't really work that well together. I don't think nope. that's so neat. But, <laughs> sure. From a flavor perspective, not a mechanical perspective. Oh, okay, yeah. You could do cool mechanical things, though. You could give a card uh, Surveil... And jumpstart. You mean just give it two really good mechanics? Yeah. Yeah, then it'd be a great card. That's right. <laughs> Probably. Next is Parhelion Patrol, which is white three for a two three human knight with flying vigilance and mentor. Oh, I like this. Yeah, I like it. It's just like I wish it was three mana. Yeah. But we can't always get what we want, Katie. It's true. We can't. Wood play unlimited. Yep. Hundo P. Hundo P. Really, I want to mentor this. First, and then mentor other things. Yeah. Because uh, three, four with flying and vigilance for four is a much better rate and makes the mentor a lot better. Especially being like, it's hard to block this, so then you're able to like mentor repeatedly when you need to, which is nice because they can't just go like, oh, you're attacking with a five, two with mentor. Let me block right. and kill this. <laughs> you put a counter on one thing. Yeah, pretty disappointing. Yeah. Uh, I think our last card of today. Let's find out. Let's refresh the page. Yeah, last card, of, last card of the day. This is Piston Cyclops. Nope. Missed the word. Piston Fist. Yes. Uh, Cyclops. Still a Cyclops. Yes. It's a hybrid red-blue, red-blue. Do you say blue-red? What order do you I, say? I do. All right, blue-red, blue-red. One. So a total of three uh -huh. for a four-three Cyclops with Defender. Uh -huh. As long as you've cast an instant or sorcery spell this turn... Piston Fist Cyclops can attack as though it didn't have Defender. This seems pretty poor. Yep. <laughs> Look, I wish we could have ended on a more exciting note, but this does not seem like a great magic card. It is a common, so... Yeah. You, know, you can cast it easily due yeah. to the hybrid mana. It's like, the rate isn't even, like, it's not, the rate's not good enough to merit being like, oh, I really want to build around this, right? If it was, oh, like, no. two mana for a 5-5... Five, five, you piqued my interest. 
but three mana for a four three, which like honestly, like three mana for a four three, I'd be like, oh yeah, like that's a pretty reasonable card to play. Yeah, like that would be good if it didn't have defender. That that would be good. I mean, that's yep. like three mana three threes are very solid. Mm -hmm. So three mana four three, good. Is it weird that like I feel like three mana four threes are worse than three mana three threes? I yeah. like. Do you feel that? I feel it because I'm like oh, four three is like. Oh, they just died so many things. But if I'm like 3-3, three, three, I'm like, that's yeah, so that's solid. solid. Like, I don't know. It's a weird, it, it makes no I, sense. I feel your vibe. No sense it's, It seems strictly wrong. Yeah, it, it is wrong. Like 4-3s yeah. are just better than 3-3s. Three, but they don't feel better. They don't feel better. They feel worse. And that's it for today. So thanks for joining us. Uh, we only have, I think, three more episodes because I think they're putting the full spoiler on Wednesday next week instead of for Friday. Then we'll have so much insight as to uh, what what to expect. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors, NEC, uh, New England Comics, who you can find on Facebook at NEC Coolidge, and to Flipside Gaming, you can find online at flipsidegaming.com. I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. And this is... Spoiler, Spoiler Season. Season.